We have a fun show today. We are going to talk about what to do with your mortgage, what to do if you are looking at renewing, what to do if you need extra cash right now and your mortgage rate is low on your first mortgage. This is such a common question that's coming up when we're speaking to our clients right now. I think you're going to find today's episode very informative if you find yourself in that position. And if you don't, it'll give you a glimpse into what's happening in the market right now, which is also pretty helpful. Before we get started, don't forget to hit like, subscribe, leave your comments below about what you want to talk about, because today's show, the genesis of it is actually from comments that we receive on previous shows. People asking, what do I do with my mortgage? You're going to find out after this. Okay, imagine it. You have a five-year fixed rate mortgage. It has two years left or three years left or one year left. And you either need capital because the cost to service your other debts have increased or life has happened. You've lost a job. Something's going on. The economy sucks. Uh, Maybe you're making less income. What do you do? That's what we're going to talk about today. And before we start talking about it, Let's look at our favorite chart lately, which is the implied probabilities of future rate movements when we look at the CDOR market. This market is constantly changing. These rates are changed on a daily basis as this market moves. The first thing, as soon as I showed this to Matt before we got started, he said, holy shit, look at the long end of this. The probability that rates are going to be one and a half percent lower than they are today is creeping closer and closer to today's date. There never before has been a probability on that September 2025 marking. And I expect we will continue to see that inch closer and closer. And it's just a factor of how poorly the economy is behaving right now. We talk about it a lot. The Bank of Canada, when it cites CPI and it cites growth numbers, that are leading to inflation, they're looking at lagging indicators. So things that have already been changed, the leading indicators that affect that CPI number are consumer confidence, consumer spending, and to a lesser extent, employment. And those numbers have fallen off a cliff. And those numbers will continue to show a weakening economy as a result will force the Bank of Canada's hand to reduce rates faster than the current trajectory that is presented to us here. So long end of this future of rates being 2% lower than they are right now is coming closer and closer to today's date. I think we're going to see very shortly that the basis point movement is going to be closer to minus 200 basis points by September of 2025. That's my call. You'll even notice that the December meeting of the Bank of Canada now has an 8% implied probability of a rate drop We haven't seen that before. It was always hurtling around that plus 25 mark, and then it was down to zero. Rates are not going to drop in December. Anecdotally, today, as we're doing this, the Federal Reserve is going to speak this afternoon. They will likely announce similar to what the Bank of Canada announced, where they're going to hold firm on where rates are, but they're going to speak to continuing the fight against inflation. That's more of that kind of Fed speak or central banker speak. They say that they're going to be hard on inflation and they'll increase rates whenever they need to in order not to have to increase rates. On this chart, just to finish it off, we're looking at about a 50% 
chance of a drop in March of 2024. I think that's possible. I think that sooner than June, if you remember our previous conversations here, we were talking about a rate drop in June. And now it's looking like uh, it's going to happen a little sooner, which would be great, which would be a good reprieve for mortgage holders. Now, we've got a little bit of information. Let's talk now about what your options are in the market if you've got a mortgage and you don't know what to do and you're trying to get additional capital. It's just what we deal with on a daily basis. It's something that we've got to discuss. The key to being successful in whatever you plan on doing, however you plan on accessing that additional capital or being prepared for the future when your mortgage does renew is time. Make sure you take time and you are prepared for it. And the other piece is information. Make sure that you're knowledgeable about it. Don't just walk back to your bank and ask them for the options and assume that they're the only game in town because you must remember the first tenet of being in Canada is that your bank is not looking out for you. They're looking out for their shareholders. They're not looking out for optimizing your mortgage and making sure that it's set to take advantage of monetary policy changes. They're making sure that they can profit the most on it. Okay. So let's keep that in mind. So first things first, let's look at the rates that are available in the marketplace today, right? One year fixed rate, 6.79%. Three year fixed, 6.44. Five year fixed, 6.14. Variable, 6.4. Prime rate right now is 7.2%. So if we are looking at the rates that are currently available to us, first things first, your timeline matters, right? So we want to get prepared. We want to get ahead of it, whatever it is, whether it's the maturity of your existing first mortgage or the need to borrow additional capital or a need that you see may be coming up, right? These high rates are going to be with us for longer. And even though we're going to see drops in the prime rate next year, it still means increased debt servicing costs from what you're used to. If your plan is to kind of ride out the situation and you have no immediate plan to sell your home, you're probably looking at that five-year fixed and you're saying, wow, five-year fixed is one percentage point, 106 basis points lower than the prime rate is right now. That is by far the cheapest option. I'm going to talk about the uninsured rates, but keep in mind for many of you, you may still access the insured rates upon your renewal. If your mortgage product is insurable and there's certain qualifying criteria to that, and we can walk you through it, just rest assured, whatever we can do to get you into those insured rates, we will. I just hate the idea of marketing the insured rates. It's such a bait and switch, right? Let people think that they're going to be able to qualify for this 549, but then their home values at more than a million dollars, or they didn't have an insured mortgage previously, like there's this qualifying criteria. And I can get into that on another show, but it is all derived from a policy change that the federal government instituted in 2016 that removed something called portfolio insurance and let the banks just reap profit out of this market by not having competitors in the uninsured market. So the reason those uninsured mortgages are higher than the insured mortgages is a direct result of federal government action that led to allowing banks to profit more off of your back. Keep that in mind. Okay. Can't get into it because it frustrate me. Let's just talk about the uninsured rates and what you're going to do now for your mortgage renewal. Again, we'll do another episode on how pissed off I am about the reason why we have this discussion, but another episode. So you're looking at it. You're saying, I'm going to stay in my house for another five years. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. That five-year fixed looks great. It looks great until you map it against the probability that rates are going to drop by one and a half percent. Current probability, they're going to drop by one and a half percent within two years is very high. And if they drop by 
that amount within that two-year period, that variable rate now is going to dip below 5%. People are going to have a 4.9% variable rate and you'll be stuck in your 6.14 rate. And guess what you're going to do? You're going to go into your bank and you're going to say, I got to break my five-year fixed. And you know what your bank is going to charge you? A fortune. Interest rate differential penalties. I guarantee in two years, every single show we're going to do is people are going to be asking us about interest rate differential penalties and how they can avoid it. You want to avoid it. If your timeline to hold your home, if you're not planning on selling it, you don't need that one-year fixed product. You don't need that three-year fixed product. You don't want that five-year fixed product. You want a variable rate. Take advantage of the coming monetary policy that we know is going to be stimulating to the economy because of the leading indicators that we can see right now. I should asterisk this because it is based on your personal situation. We're predicting where rates are going in order to provide you with an option. So I would love for you to speak to a mortgage consultant, an independent mortgage consultant, not your bank. Keep in mind, the people that work at your bank and offer mortgages are only offering mortgage and debt products from one source. An independent mortgage advisor offers mortgage products from all sources. The better educated they are, the more they can offer you. It's very critical to ensuring that you get the most out of your negotiation. I would love it for you to speak to someone at Connect, but it doesn't have to be Connect. You've got a great mortgage broker that you've worked with in the past, call them. But do not go directly to your bank and ask them what the best product for you is because they will not be offering the best product for you. They will be offering the best product for them. So assuming now, back to our case study here, we've got somebody who is looking at a mortgage maturity in the next 12 to 24 months and trying to figure out what they're going to do, and they may need cash now. Here are the top five ways that you can get money out of your home. The number one way is a blend and extend. This involves working with your existing lender. You got a five-year fixed rate mortgage. It's at 1.9%. That is so precious right now. Imagine you got a million-dollar mortgage at sub 2%, and you're looking at getting a five-year fixed rate mortgage at plus 6%. It's four percentage points on a million bucks. It's $40,000 and very likely after tax $40,000. We want to work with your existing lender, but we want to show them that you mean business. So we want to look at a blend and extend. You still want to use a mortgage broker, even though the mortgage broker very likely doesn't get paid. They're still going to help you with this. You're going to speak to your existing lender and we're going to figure out a blend and extend strategy where you can blend new money in with your old money and extend the term out. It involves a weighted average cost of capital calculation that says I have a million dollar mortgage and I'm adding $200,000 of new money to it. The total new amount of money is 1.2 million. The 200,000 that I'm adding represents a little less than 20% of the new mortgage. And it is at a rate of 6%. My old money, which is about a little less than 80% is at a rate of 2%. And they will blend those two rates together to create a new rate for you and extend the maturity of your mortgage. Very likely going to be the cheapest way to do that. Option number two might be even cheaper. A new chunk. <laughs> I just, a new piece, a new mortgage added to your mortgage. Long time ago, another thing that pisses me off, the Canadian banks very quietly, very sneakily introduced something called a collateral mortgage charge. A lot of you have it on your homes and you don't even know it. CBC Marketplace did a big story about it, pissed a lot of people off where they did like a secret shopper. They would go into banks, the unlicensed mortgage agent working at the bank would offer the customer a new mortgage 
and they would place a collateral charge on the home without disclosing it. And a collateral charge just means that the entire value of your home, and sometimes more, sometimes they would register the mortgage charge for 125% of the value of the home at the time they were giving the mortgage. So imagine that. You go in, you got a million dollar house, you're getting a $500,000 mortgage, but they register a mortgage charge on your home for $1.25 million prevents you from going anywhere else and getting any money, makes you stuck with that bank, essentially. The benefit, if you've got one of those mortgages, is that when you go back to negotiate with your bank right now, you can say, you've already got a charge for more than the value of my home, and I only owe $500,000. Why don't I get a new piece, a new $100,000 mortgage still in first position added to my existing mortgage? So you've got that 1.9, 2% five-year fixed rate money sitting there. You got two or three years left. Now, this is critical. Get the extra money, hundred dollars or $200,000, and match the maturity of your existing first mortgage. That is critical. So when you're negotiating with your bank, they will be predisposed. They will be trained to not match the maturity. Why? Because if they don't match the maturity, you're going to have to pay a penalty to break the second piece when you go to renew the first piece and you might want to leave. So they make you stickier. They give you a new second piece on a five-year term at 6% for 200 grand. You go to break your first now and move it to another lender. Oh, hold on. You're going to have to pay interest rate differential penalty on that second chunk. So be smart about it. Again, speak to an independent mortgage agent and they can coach you through this. Number three way to get money out of your house is a HELOC. Good luck. That's all I can say. We try every single day, day in and day out, to deal with people's existing lenders to access home equity lines of credit at prime rates. And it's very difficult. It's very difficult because of the requirement of income that you need in order to qualify for that home equity line of credit. It's so difficult. It's a low probability play. That's why I put it at number three. But really, if we can get it approved for you, that's it's probably one of the best options because it's variable rate exposed. The only difference is that it's slightly higher than what a variable rate mortgage is. The home equity line of credit is more expensive, right? You're very unlikely to get one at prime even. It's probably going to be prime plus a half. And if you can get a variable rate chunk at prime less one, that's a one and a half percent difference means that if you're going to hold that debt for longer than a year, it's going to pay to have the variable rate mortgage product. Number four, best way to access money. And unfortunately, what we're seeing as the most probable because of qualifying and because of how sticky banks are being, keep in mind, right? Like volatility creates profit for banks and volatility in the mortgage market is no different. So when rates spike like this and the economy slows and people have a need for money, the banks make money on you, make it difficult for you to blend and extend. They're going to make it difficult for you to add a new piece, a new chunk. They're going to make it extremely difficult for you to get a home home equity line of credit. They're going to want to get their pound of flesh. So a lot of instances, the best route out of this is to get a second mortgage. Rates have not increased on second mortgages as much as a margin as they have with the rest of the interest rates in the market. So you can still get a relatively good deal. The key here is match the maturity of your existing first mortgage. So you're paying them both off at once. You're not getting involved with any silly penalties and make sure you have a good lender for that private mortgage. Last way. And again, like this should be a literally the last resort is to break your mortgage, right? You do not want to break a 2% or lower five-year fixed rate mortgage right now. 
now and get into a market that you're in a variable rate at plus six, it's very unlikely to be beneficial for you. These are the top five ways that we see right now to deal with the current situation. If you have a mortgage and you need capital, if you just have a mortgage and you're wondering how to set things up for yourself, very likely a variable rate. I really hope that this information was helpful. We're going to send it out to every single client in our book. They get access to it right away. And then we post it up. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out, comments below, like the video, subscribe, more information coming. Thank you very much.